Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you. We humble ourselves before you. We know your word is life. We know your word gives life. We pray that you create in us, even this moment as the word is preached, I pray you create faith in us. You create boldness in us. You create righteousness in us in the name of Jesus. I humble myself before your church. I humble myself before you. Use me, Lord God. Erase everything else that I think about and let it be just you speaking to your people in the name of Jesus. Amen. I forgot my phone. My phone had the notes that I was going to preach from. So I'm just going to wing it. (laughs) Now the the Bible in the book of Exodus, chapter 2. I'm going to read a a few scriptures. Exodus chapter 2, from verse 23 says, And it came to pass in the procession of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed. I want you to underline the word sighed. And the children of Israel sighed by the reason of bondage that they carried. And they cried out unto God for the reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the Lord looked upon the children of Israel and God had respect unto them. They sighed, they groaned. And because of that, the Lord remembered the promise he made to Abraham 400 years back. There's something about that. This is why I like the King James Version. I know we we, we read other versions, but there is something about the the, the language of the Bible. The Bible says, and they sighed because of the bondage. In other versions, it will will say they sighed because of the the bondage of their taskmasters. And because of their sigh, the Bible says, and the Lord remembered his promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If you go on uh, into chapter 3, then Moses runs away and goes and hides. And God visits him and meets him in the mountain whilst he's heading goats and sheep. And the Bible says, and he saw this burning bush, but the, burn, the, the bush was not being consumed. And he was curious, like everyone else. You know, when you see something that is not usual, we want to go and have a look what's going on. So he went to investigate to see what was going on. And he saw that the, 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 the bush was not being consumed, but there was a fire. And the Bible says, and God says to him, do not come any closer. Take off your shoes, for you are standing on holy ground. And then God goes on to tell him that I I am going to send you to Egypt, back to where you are running from. Now God is meeting a fugitive on the mountain. Moses had run away. Moses was a murderer. Moses had a background. If he had to apply for a police clearance, it would have come out that he had an issue behind him. 
Who else, who else has got a history? Who else has got something that is behind him? Who else has got something that is following him to a point that you go into hiding? So he, he goes and he hides in this mountain and God visits him and he says, my people, I have heard the cry of my people. I have heard the sigh of my people. So I want you to go and talk to Pharaoh and says, let my people go. But then Moses starts to debate with God and he says, uh, what am I going to say? Who am I going to say send him? They'll ask me what is his name. This is what I love. In chapter 3 verse 14 it says, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say to the children of Israel, I am sent me unto you. I am that I am. Now the original scripture of, for, for, for that name was YHWH. Now, I don't know whether he's put it up. YHWH, that was the, the, the original name. Now, the scholars say that actually was the sound of breathing. The word YHWH is the sound of breathing. YH inhale, WH exhale. Now, when you sigh, when you sigh, when you sigh, it's the breath that is coming out of you. When you sigh, you are calling the name of the Lord. When you breathe, you are declaring the name of the Lord. So when the children of Israel sighed because of the burden of their tax masters, they were calling upon the name of the Lord. Before they were complaining, they complained to Pharaoh, they complained to their tax masters, but nothing happened to a point when they sighed, when they breathed, when they sighed, the Lord heard them because they were declaring his name. Whatever you are going through, I don't know where you are at in life, but when you sigh, when you sigh because of the bondage, when you sigh because of the oppression, when you sigh because of the chains that are heavy on your shoulders, you are breathing, you are calling, you are declaring the name of the Lord God. It will cause him to move. I don't usually give titles to messages. So when, 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 when they ask me, do you have a title to this message? I said, I want you to come up with your own title. You come up with your own title. But my title for this message is, God is hands on with me. God is hands-on when it comes to me. He doesn't, you, you know when you go back into creation, when, when God created things, he commanded. He commanded and there were seas. He commanded and there was land. He commanded and the trees came up. He, he used his word and everything became into being. But when it came to man, the Bible says he formed him. He formed him. He was hands-on. God had to stand up and say, this I got to do with my hands. This I got to touch. I got to get involved. I cannot just speak over them. I will have to come up and form them. And he formed them. And the Bible says, and he breathed into him. There you go. And he breathed into him. Now the breath of God is inside of us. And because of that breath, God is so close to us like our breath. Oh man, I wish you, I wish you could catch on to this. God is not in heaven. God is not far off. God is not in, in, in a religious book somewhere. God is inside of you. God is so involved. He's so close that when you breathe in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, when you breathe, when a baby is born, 
When the baby comes out of the womb, the first thing it does, it declares the name of the Lord. The first thing it does, it declares who God is. YHWH. Later on, the English language has added vowels to make it Yahweh. But this is the original way, the sound of breathing. Now, when you go on, this is Genesis, in Genesis chapter, chapter 2, when God created, when God formed men and breathed into him, the Bible says, and the Lord planted a garden. Earlier on, the Bible says, and God commanded and the herbs came up. God spoke and the trees came up with fruit and the, and the seed therein. But when it came to man, God planted the garden. God, was in, God went and used his hands to plant the garden, to put the man that he had created. God is so hands-on with you, you, you do not understand. God is so involved in your life, you do not understand. God is so involved to a point that, do you know God could have just spoken salvation? God could, just, could have just spoken sin out of existence. But God had to become us. He had to become flesh and walk among us. This is how involved he is. This is how involved God is in your life. You, you, know, you know, sometimes we, we want other people to pray for us. Sometimes we call for an altar. There's nothing wrong to come here and have someone stand with you. But the key is inside of you. The key is not with the person who is praying for you. Your breakthrough is not with the person who is laying a hand on you. The breakthrough is inside of you. You hold the key. We only help you to, breathe, to, to, to believe with you. But you are the one who has the breakthrough. You, have, you can wait and wait for years for a miracle to happen. But the, until, until you unlock it yourself from within, until you unlock it yourself, your healing is inside of you. Yes, there are people that are gifted with gifts of healing. But I tell you, they can pray for years. They can pray and fast and pray for you for a long time. But until you connect with your faith, until you unlock it from within, until your breath says something, until your breath declares that I live because he has commanded me to live. I am, I am healthy because he has said the healing is a bread for the children. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? I'm sure you missed that word. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Praise God. This is how, how involved God is. This is how, how, how intimate God is with us. God is with us. There is nothing that can happen. You know, my, my, my problem to pray for people is I cannot just lay a hand on you and say, let it be, be well, go, go, go in your peace. I want to be involved. I want to ask you, what are you doing about it? If you have health issues, are you living well? Are you eating well? Are you sleeping well? Because just praying for you does not solve it. You want to save money. You want to buy a house. We have to put things in place. What is your budget like? Are you saving any money? Are you stupid spending? Because you cannot save a deposit if you're stupid spending. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There, there is nothing that happens until you get involved personally. There, there is no way. This is why we have built religion. Because we have we've been waiting for people to tell us what to do. You're waiting for a preacher to tell you what to do. But God is not like a God wants you involved personally. Do something about it.
Are you sleeping well? Are you sleeping on time? Or are you playing on your phone instead of sleeping? And then you wake up tired and you say, I've got, I've got, I've got what do you call, uh, uh, what's the name for people that can't sleep? Insomnia. You say, I'm insomniac. But are you doing things? Are you, are you, are you eating before? Are you going to bed gloated? Are you drinking too much before you go to bed? And then it wakes you up to go and pee. <laughs> it's, it's things like, you know, this is the kind of a preacher I am. I, I, I want to, 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 to break it up. I, I, I want to, we want to go and see what is happening. Hallelujah. For, for it to be a difference, for it to make any difference, you get to get involved. Hallelujah. Praise God. You gotta be you gotta be grateful as well. You can't go to bed complaining. If you go to bed complaining about everything, oh my life is so bad, oh my workmate is so bad, oh this and that. You know, you you have to go to bed grateful. Thank God I've got a bed to go into. That's the first thing you gotta do. Thank God for the day. I know it was hard, I know it was difficult, but I am grateful. I'm going to go to sleep. Someone is sleeping outside, but I've got a bed. Someone is sleeping outside, but I've got a roof. My, I've had something to eat. It, must have, it might not have been a five-course meal, but I ate something. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's the difference. When you've got a God that is so involved, that is so close to you, there is nothing that can beat you. You know, I want to prophesy a rebellion inside of you. Rebel against everything that is around you. Rebel against the sickness in your body. Behave the indignation to say, this is not my portion. This is not who I am. There is a God inside of me. There is breath inside of me. And this breath calls out the name of the Lord. And God is not full of sickness. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You cannot live and claim and own a disease. It's not yours. My headache, my, my migraine, my this and that. It is not yours. Who has lied to you? It, it's not yours. You are meant to live a healthy life. You are meant to live a full life, full of age. The Bible says, and he lived to full of age and he laid with his people. How good is that that you live to a full age? No sickness in you. No, no depression in you. Do not claim all these things. They are not yours. You are meant to live a good life. You are meant to live a healthy life. You are meant, even when you, your, your train of thoughts, you need to train them. Train your mind that I am positive. I'm not a very good person in quoting scripture. I quote bits and bits, but I hold on to it like a bulldog. For, for, for weeks and for months, I hold on to something and I say, go, there is something in this. I'm not letting it go. And I'm not going to start another scripture. I'm not going to start another chapter until I know why you had respect over Abel's offering. Why don't you have respect over my offering? I will hold on to it until I get something. That's why I said, I want you to underline the word sigh. If you dig on it, if you hold on to it, every time you're feeling burdened, because naturally when you feel burdened, you sigh a lot. Why do you think so? 
If you dig onto that and hold on to it, Lord, when I'm sighing, I'm not just sighing out of exasperation. I'm not just sighing out of the bondage. I'm not just sighing because I am tired, but I'm sighing because I'm declaring your name. I'm sighing because I know the only way I can get out of this is by declaring your name. I don't care whether you are a non-believer. I don't care whether you are an atheist, but as long as you are still breathing, you are declaring who God is. Praise the Lord. So if you've got an atheist at your workplace, you say to them, if you are still breathing, you are worshipping my God. If you are still breathing, you are declaring who my God is. I don't care whether you believe in him or not, but you are still declaring who he is. Because the moment he takes it away. Do you think think we live on oxygen? Because the moment someone dies doesn't mean there's no oxygen. Oxygen is still there. But they are dead. If you think your alarm woke you, woke you up this morning, take it and go and set it up, put it in the mug. See if it's going to wake up anyone in the mug. It is not your alarm that woke you up this morning. It is the breath of God that is inside of you. It is the name of the Lord that is inside of you. It is not the oxygen that is making you breathe right now. It is the name of the Lord that is inside of you. That calls in the oxygen. That lets it out. It is the name of the Lord. So I don't know what you are going through. I don't know how long it has been. Probably you did not have this revelation. But from now onwards... I want you to think, I want you to put it into practice that as long as I am breathing, I'm declaring his name. I may not know how to sing. I do not know how to sing at all. I cannot sing at all. This other lady said to me, you are are tone deaf. And I said, amen, I think so. But there is something that I know. I can speak. I can speak. I'm gifted in speaking. I can speak. So every time I can speak, I can speak the name of the Lord. I can declare the name of the Lord. Over my children, I can declare the name of the Lord. Over my workplace, I can declare the name of the Lord. Over my vehicle, over my finances, over everything that is called after me, I can declare the name of the Lord. I know when I walk into my workplace, I start walking and say, God, you are here with me. God, you are involved in this. God, I do not leave you at the gate, but you're walking in with me. God, I know that when I wake up in the morning, I do not leave you in my bed but you're walking with me. Everything I do, I declare, God, you're walking with me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I have prayed for my children over and over again and say, Lord, there is no sickness in my house. I do not want to go to the hospital. I don't like hospitals at all. I do not like hospitals at all. My daughter is almost 21. My eldest has never been in hospital sick. I said, Lord, I do not like hospitals. I'm not waking up in the middle of the night. I want to sleep. I'm not going to call an ambulance and going out to the hospital. I want to sleep until the morning. So when I go to sleep, I know you don't go to sleep. I know you don't sleep nor slumber. You're watching over them. I know you are a God who is eternal. You are wise and you are powerful. There is nothing that can beat you. There is nothing impossible for you. Whatever you say goes. Oh, whatever God says, goes. You you need to exercise this power, Christians. You need to start walking up and down in your garden and saying, Lord, I know it's only a 200 square meter, but this 200 square meter I paid for, it belongs to me. And there's nothing that will come near my dwelling. 
There is nothing that will come here. There is no thief that is going to break at night and come here because the Lord has encompassed it. There is nothing that can come here no matter how small it is. No matter how big it is, God can watch over it. Hallelujah. God is hands-on with you. God is hands-on with your wife. God is hands-on with your children. God is hands-on with your workplace. God is hands-on with your, your families, generations to come. God is hands-on. God is involved. We think sometimes we think God is so big for our problems. No, he's not. You know, a few weeks ago, I, I, I had this, a very tough day. You know, I, I got held up at my first job in the morning, and I lost three hours. So I was chasing three hours all day. And then I was, around 3 p.m., I was going into this other place where there's always a long queue of trucks. And you can get stuck in there for two, three hours. So I just spoke to God. And I said, Lord, it would be very nice to get there and find no truck. <laughs> so as I come around the corner, there was not a single truck. There's usually a long queue. But there were, so I just laughed and called my wife and I said, God has got a funny sense of humor. He just wanted to show me how involved he is in small things. He was listening to the very small thing that I was saying. You know, you, you, I, I know we were brought up in, in, in rituals and, and we were told that you have to wake up at four in the morning and have a, 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 you, you have your devotion at four in the morning so that you have a good day. But let me tell you, I'm this kind of a preacher that says you do not need that. What you need is a relationship with God. You don't need a ritual in the morning. You need to pray all day. Involve God in a, have a conversation with God all day long. Speak to God all day long. You all, some of you here have got children. Have you ever woken your child up at four in the morning to come and talk to you? No, no, answer me. Have you ever woken your child up at five in the morning when they are groggy to come and talk to you? Or don't you want them to be free and talk to you anytime? All day. Ah, come on. I don't know who taught you about this God, but that's not the God that I worship. The God I worship is an involved God who walks with me all day long. It doesn't matter where I am at. At the traffic light when they are showing me the finger, I say, my God... My God gave you that finger. <laughs> Praise the Lord. This is, that's how God is so involved in you. Praise God. I've, I, I haven't cursed them yet for the finger to fall off. But I just say, God gave you that finger. My God gave you that finger. So you can say whatever you want. But I know who I am walking for. I know whose I am. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I know who's I If you know your position, if you know your position, your child, you know your child, when your child comes home from wherever they are coming from, straight to the fridge, straight to the cupboard, because they belong here. I own this joint. That's what they are saying. They can walk and budge into any room because they belong there. I want to tell you this God of yours has created this universe for you. You can walk wherever you want. You can declare whatever you want. You can say whatever you want because daddy owns it. My father owns it. My father owns cattle on a thousand hills. This is how powerful you are. God is so hands-on with you. If only you knew. If this sickness that is bugging you, 
God formed you. God created that liver. God created that kidney. God created that leg. God created that brain. God created every single thing. And the key, the key is not with the doctors. The key is not with the pastor. The key is with you. It is inside of you. The moment you rebel against it and say, I'm not standing for this bondage anymore. I'm declaring that I have been set free. I'm declaring that by the blood of Jesus, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. My children are healed. My children's children are healed. Whatever genetics I inherited from my fathers, whatever sicknesses I inherited from my fathers, now the blood that flows in me is not from my generation. This is heavenly blood. This is the blood of Jesus in my veins. If you cut me up, if you cut me up, I bleed Jesus. If you cut me up, I do not bleed whatever you think I'll bleed. I bleed Jesus. When I wake up, when I cry out, I'm declaring the name of the Lord. Yahweh. Yahweh. God with us. Emmanuel. I don't know where you have been all these years. What has been bugging you? Who has been following you? I don't know what your taskmaster. Don't try and negotiate with that taskmaster. Know that when you sigh, when he causes you to sigh, you are declaring the name of the Lord. And at another time, I would like to delve into that part of scripture that says, and the Lord had respect over them. There is something in that. There is something in that. Why did God, oh, did you think God wasn't respecting them all along? But when they sighed, when they sighed over this, when they changed, when they changed from what they were doing, because what they've been doing for 400 years was not working. What they have been doing all along was not working. Negotiating and saying, please reduce our burden. It wasn't working. The Bible says, and Pharaoh said, you are idle. And he increased their burden. But when they sighed, when they called onto the name of the Lord, when they cried out and groaned, everything changed. I'll get the, the worship team to come up. I don't know where you are yet in life. You may be thinking, I want this God. I, I, I want this power that this short man is talking about. But the power is in confession. Faith is word-driven. Faith is voice-activated. Faith, the moment you start talking, the moment you start talking it, it becomes real. You've got the power to create with your word. You've got the power to create with your voice. Until you start saying it, nothing will actually change. Until you actually start saying, I am healed. To, to start with, probably nothing will happen. But you have to keep on saying. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed until repetition helps. I am healed. I am healed. I am not a tail, but I'm a head. I am not the last, but I am the first. I am not what the world says I am. I am who he says I am. I am what he says I am. That is what the most important, what he says you are. He says you are my child. 
So if you are here this morning and you do not have a relationship with Christ, or you've heard it before and you lost your way, I just want to tell you this morning, He is here. His Spirit is here to lead you back. Like what Jen was saying, God will hold you by hand and walk with you up the hill, up the mountain, from that valley that you've been for so long. The problem with the valley is the valley is humid, it's sweaty. There are mosquitoes, there are bugs, there are all these things. In the valley, there's all these bad things that happen in the valley. But as you go up, the, the air becomes fresh. The breeze is better. You don't see ice on the valley, but ice is on the mountaintop. Praise God. So if you are here today and you've lost your way, you may have been a Christian for years. You may have been born in church to the point that your whiskers have become crosses. I don't know how long you've been in church, but if you don't have a relationship with God, I have always given an example that when I started working, we used to have these cards where you put in the machine and the machine clogged the time you got in and the date. If you forgot to do it, you could work all day. And then you go home and you are not paid for that day. So you may have joined the loudness and the excitement of church, but if you've not had the foundation, if you've not had, it has to be intentional to say, Lord, I am sorry. I turn around. The word repentance means to turn from where you are going and go a different direction. God, where I have been going was leading me to destruction. I turn around and I'll follow you. If you are here this morning with our heads bowed, I want you to lift up your hand and say, Lord, I'm here. I want to turn and go another way. I see that hand. Thank you. I see another hand. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. I see another hand. I see another hand. Praise the Lord. God is so good. The thing about God is He doesn't expect too much out of you. Religion is required so much. But the relationship doesn't require that much. You just have to follow Him. I want you to join with all these people that have raised up your hands. Let's, let's all pray as a church. Repeat after me. Father God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for looking upon my life and seeing that I was heading towards destruction. And you have sent your son for me to die for me, to be, to be buried and resurrected. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my life. I repent of my rebellion and my sinful ways. And I choose to follow you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good. God is so good. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.